Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need. And hello, hello. How is everyone doing today? You all are in for a treat because if you're like me and you don't understand crypto, NFTs, and all that other stuff, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. Um... I have the amazing Kinjal Shaw, who is the co-founder at Komarebi Collective that helps diversify that space with helping women and non-binary people um, get into the industry. And you all are in for such a treat. She is amazing, like just cool. She breaks it down and helps all of us understand what crypto is, NFT, and just makes us feel a lot better about it because you'll hear me mention how I have no idea like what's going on, what it is, and I feel like I'm playing ketchup, and she makes me feel like I'm not alone in it. So if you want to learn more about NFTs and crypto and all that jazz, keep on listening. But Kinshaw, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, so we like to always start out with the question of what does the term young influential mean to you? Like whenever you hear that, like, what is your first initial reaction? Um, yeah, it's a great question. I think I usually, I'm usually thinking about um, younger, like celebrities or, you know, like business titans, CEOs that have like made it big. So that's typically what I think of, but, you know, hopefully any young person that um, wants to make their influences, you know, typically what that. I'm thinking about. <laughs> I love that it's not just for the next person who's going to be walking the Met Gala or whatever. It's for anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anybody. 
But um, my next thing is, can you kind of walk us through like what your current role is, like what you do currently right now? Yeah, sure. So I'm a partner at Blockchain Capital. We are a multi-stage venture firm focused on crypto, Web3, whatever you might want to call that. Um, so my role is you know, primarily focused on <clears throat> making new investments. So sourcing deals and doing diligence and working with founders, um, and then also doing some work to support our portfolio. Um, we have about 140 portfolio companies across the, the firm. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so was there something that sparked your interest into the business realm, like growing up, or did that kind of come later in life? Like, how did you first get interested in kind of the business field? Yeah, I think from a young age, I've always just been really fascinated with stories of um, startups and just like finding and creating your own path to success. My dad was an entrepreneur you know, much more an entrepreneur in this, in like a brick and mortar style, um, store that we had growing up, but just, yeah, really admired like the entrepreneurial journey. And I decided that, you know, at some point I wanted to do something as it related to tech. Um, and then my journey into crypto, um, happened rather serendipitously, but that's sort of the origins at least. That's so cool. So did you study like business or anything in school or, like after that, or did it that um, come in later in life? Yeah, so I studied quantitative economics, which is basically like math and econ, um, kind of like a fancy math and econ. So yeah, I, I didn't necessarily want to study business per se. I kind of wanted to study something that would hopefully be applicable to you know the business world at some point. I feel like that's how we all are, because that, that was like me. I studied communications for undergrad, but I I knew I, I wanted something that could transfer because I knew like, okay, like journalism or it might be PR. I don't know. And so I feel like that's always the struggle whenever you're trying to pick a major. It's like, okay, can I pick something that I will still be of use five years down the road? And a lot of times like our roles that we get into aren't even created yet. Like I feel like journalism's taken such a turn over the last X amount of years. I'm not going to age myself, but <laughs> I feel like it's changed like just since like I've been out of school. So I feel like that's really cool and really inspiring to let people know that like you don't have to your major doesn't define your career like it can always it's going to change and stuff's going to come out like as time goes on yeah absolutely the way that I think about takeaways from my undergrad was really about like learning how to write and communicate verbally and written I think that's like a skill that you can take with you in any career and so I really do value like the time and effort I put into public speaking and like you know, essays and papers and things like that. And it actually, you know, does come in handy in my day to day. Less so, I would say like, you know, I didn't follow a path where I'm studying hardcore, you know, doing hardcore math or anything in my day to day. But yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's so true. I feel like writing in one of those, like I physically can't write that well, but I feel like writing and speaking and all that is something that can pass along. And I feel like those are skills that, like you said, like you can use in anything, whether it's engineering, you have to give a presentation or speak at a conference, or if you're in the, wanting to go the medicine route, like you can use those speaking and writing skills to tell people what you're doing and what you're updating. So that's so, so true. Yeah, exactly. Um, and storytelling, I think, is a big part of, you know, sort of just any career path that you want to choose, you're going to have to sort of relay information to a variety of audiences. So being able to tell stories. 
So true. And speaking of telling stories and all that stuff and helping people, um, you are the co-founder of Como Rabi Collective, which is really, really cool. I was doing a deep dive on all the stuff. Can so can you give us a little bit more background info on how that concept came to be and a little bit about what you all do there? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's this concept in the crypto world of a DAO, stands for a decentralized autonomous organization. And, you know, it's kind of a fancy way of saying it's a distributed um, sort of pool of people and capital. And so I have been really passionate about finding more female founders in crypto and just, you know, wanting more gender balance in the industry. And so I teamed up with a few folks from two other organizations, She256 and Women of Blockchain last year. And ultimately, we decided to form a DAO. And so basically... What that means is we're investing in female founders, female and non-binary founders that are building in the crypto space. And we've come together with a group of 35-ish members who are all participating in this like investment process and have all uh, contributed some capital as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the, the mission is really to focus on investing in more women and non-binary founders in the space. And I feel like what's so cool about that is I've um, I feel like when you first hear about like crypto and blockchain investing, you think of how it's such a very dominant male space and older, which is kind of funny because it just hasn't been around that long. So we all kind of that's the vision a lot of us think of. And I feel like it's so interesting and so helpful to see that for those who do want to get into that realm, they're like, oh, hey, like there, like there's somebody who looks like me or there's like women who are doing it or like their space. And I feel like that's something that I that I really like that you all do is letting people know like there's space for everyone in this field. Like it's not just for like men or people who look a certain way or have a certain background that there's a way that we can all get in. And I feel like that's so, so cool and so important. Yeah, absolutely. I think especially, you know, as in a new industry, it's extremely important for us to um, set precedent that this is not going to sort of follow the path of traditional financial services, and then tech more broadly. So trying to be a little bit more forward thinking when it comes to gender balance, and then also just folks of all types of backgrounds. And there's actually quite a few groups now that are dedicated to bringing more women into the space, to bringing more minorities and people of color. Like this is a technology that's for everyone. And so hopefully it can be built by everyone. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, powerful analytics, and the reach of America's number one retailer. 
Walmart Connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores. From cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps, to connected TV and off-site media across web and social, to in-store activations and live events, Walmart Connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections. I agree. And do you guys do any like mentorship, mentorship programs or um, any way like meetups or stuff? I know you said mentioned like the different organizations that you work with, but do you all have any programs like that for people who are wanting to get into the space and kind of have like someone they can go to for advice as they move along within the industry? Yeah, no, it's a great question. We currently don't have anything within Comoravi. Um, I think in the future we very well might, but it's been mostly focused on just trying to get our operations set up on the investing side. However, She256 and Women in Blockchain are both our partner organizations and they do amazing work um, with educating. So they have events that they put on. And then also She256 has a mentorship program that I've participated in and they do a really, really great job of pairing people up and, and having somebody kind of help you through your crypto journey. So I definitely would recommend checking out those organizations if you're interested. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, for Coma Ruby, do you guys have anything cool or exciting that you guys are looking forward to doing like towards the end of this year or coming up like any other big announcements or anything that you guys have? Yeah. So we're actually in the process of launching our second sort of version. Um, so we launched our first version of our fund last year and it was very you know experimental and we've made some 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 changes and some tweaks. And so we're launching a second version later on this year, more to come, but definitely um, follow along on Twitter and we'll be posting some more updates soon. And yeah, hopefully we'll be out um, in the next quarter. Oh, that's so, that's so awesome. I can't wait. I'm, I definitely will be keeping up. That's so cool. In regards to like advice or anything for when you first uh, entered this space, do you have like a piece of advice that was given to you that was really helpful that um, you think anybody who's thinking about like making a career switch into um, this space or someone who's just like, you know, like, I feel like it's just me and my field and I don't have any help, like any advice that you would give to somebody? Yeah. I mean, I think I would, especially given that this is a, you know, an audience that maybe skews a little bit younger, I would say that your youth is a huge advantage. And so to the extent that you can take advantage of that, please do. And what that means is, you know, at the end of the day, like, if you have more time to dedicate to something, um, especially when you're young and, you know, potentially don't have um, other responsibilities, you know, call it like a family or whatever it may be. I found that that can be a really big edge of just being curious, asking a lot of questions, really just like digging into the material. So that's like number one, I would say piece of advice that I've heard and have followed. And I found it to be super helpful when I was getting started. And then the second thing that I would just say is, really just like follow your instincts, right? You know, I think it, it particularly within an industry like crypto, where it can be a little confusing and complex, like try to follow your instincts when it comes to people you're talking to or particular things that you're looking at. And I think that can go a long way. 
That's awesome. And this is kind of a personal question. And for like other marketers and people in advertising, for us who are trying to understand crypto, like where where should we start? Like, is there like a book or like a website or something? So I feel like a lot of us are seeing more brands and more people uh, lean into the crypto NFT space. And we're all, I feel like we're all still kind of playing catch up, but people are launching it. And a lot of us are like, wait, like, what is this? Where, where do we start? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I totally hear that. It it can be, um, it can definitely be a little bit daunting. I mean, I think like starting with the basics is always what I would recommend. So there are a few books like Laura Shin is an author and a podcaster. She just came out with a book that does a really great deep dive on Ethereum. Um, There's a book called Digital Gold that does a really good like history of Bitcoin. So I think like starting with some of those like more foundational pieces of information can be super useful. And then I would say, going on Twitter and and sort of keeping up with like what's new and relevant can be helpful. And actually I recently just came across, um, I'll give a shout out to my friend Magdalena Kala, who's doing a marketing course for folks that want to enter crypto. It's totally free. People can apply. And um, I think it's like a 12 week program and it's dedicated towards like, what does marketing look like within the web three space? Um, so definitely would check that out. And I think there's more resources like that that are available that are coming online every week. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to like ask you about that later. Cause yeah, cause I just feel like within the last week, I've seen like more commerce brands and everybody who's saying like, Oh, we're coming out with the NFT. We're entering the space. And I'm like, wait, what, what actually is this? <laughs> like, wait, how do we, how do we adapt to it? Cause I feel like with social media and other things like we had a little bit more time whenever brands and uh, companies started like adapting to it and creating content for it compared to like this I feel like it's moving so fast and constantly changing where it's uh it feels like you can't put the reins on it to figure out like okay how did we get here like what's going on <laughs> yeah completely and I, and I would definitely also just say I think that's not like everybody feels that way when they first kind of get into the industry. And to be honest, it doesn't necessarily even go away. It's just like super fast moving, (laughs) but I think like embracing that and just like being sort of um, okay with like, not necessarily knowing all the the pieces is is also part of the fun that, you know, you get to kind of see things go um, over time and, and kind of like follow along with it real in real time. Okay. That, okay. That makes me feel better because I first thought it was just me. And then I was talking to other people. They're like, no, I don't get it either. And then I'm like, wait, so is it just us? Like, how are we supposed to like jump in and help people market their stuff if we don't, if we don't get it ourselves? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. I, I understand that. It's hard. It's really, really difficult. Yeah. But thank you so much, Kendall, for joining us. Do you have any like final remarks or any last things you'd like to mention or plug or say? <laughs> No, I mean, I guess, yeah, thanks for having me. And, you know, I I really do think this is a um, super cool industry to jump in and get started. in. So hopefully this, um, yeah, inspires somebody to take a deeper look. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Wow, how great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aaron, and edited by Lane McGibney 
at Bountable Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. If you expect your media investment to deliver clear, measurable results, Walmart Connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media, meaningful connections. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.